child and adolescent mental health disorders 60% with depression and 80% with anxiety. I just felt kids numb to the kids world. Kids being bullied sometimes to it death. It seems the passage of time has only made bullying worse. I've seen a lot of bullying happen. This is an issue that touches just about every family There's just a constant country. pressure, I guess, with everybody. It takes a lot of guts to talk about this. Welcome to Teen Talk, a podcast platform by teens for teens, where we have a chance to be heard. That's right. Real teens talking about real life, meeting teenagers where we are, and engaging in real conversations with each other and for each other. Our moderator is Jason Hopkins, president and CEO of National Alliance on Mental Illness, Arapahoe and Douglas Counties. He's also the president and founder of The Connection Project. We will explore the topics that matter most to teens today. It is a podcast for teens, by teens, proudly sponsored by Mountain High Appliance. Our goal is to meet you where you are and reinforce that you are not alone. We will discuss relevant topics, share personal stories, and inspire hope. Today I'm joined by local teens, and we're going to have a conversation about a topic that needs a lot more attention, and that's mental health. During this time of COVID, we've all been struggling more than most of us even admit. I would love for us to get the ins and outs of what's going on in this new world that we're all adapting to and thought of nobody better than teens to share with us what they're living through and hope we can have an honest and real conversation about what life is like today. So, guys, thanks for being here. Um, I'm happy to have you. Yep. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So as we jump into this, school started. You're back in the thick of things. What are what are you noticing with people? Are, are is it kind of the same as it was last spring, or things different? What's going on with with teens today? I personally noticed. It seems like we're even more attached to our phones than before, which seems hard to believe. But right. my school's doing a hybrid model, so we just started. We've been in person one day last week, and then yesterday, and part of today. And every single time we get any break, everyone's instantly to their phones. Whereas before, at least most of the time, people would like turn and start talking to their friends. But even with people who have friends in their own class, it seems like there's something they'd much rather do on their phones, which seems weird to me because we all wanted to go back in person. We talked about how we didn't like being online because we wanted to see people. Right. So. Right. And everybody's disconnected, even though they, they wanted this. Yeah, exactly. What are you noticing with your classmates and friends? Pretty much the same thing as she was saying, where it's just it's so easy to get distracted by your phone with you just being on your computer and then you just see your phone on the side and the teacher just has that monotone, boring voice. So you're much more inclined to just reach over to your phone and scroll through Instagram, whereas in school, you know, there's a little bit more control over phones. And I love what uh, you were saying about how when there was a break, people just resort to going on their phones instead of communicating with others. And I definitely miss that. I miss that human interaction. And I think us as teens, we need that human interaction to keep ourselves together, so to say. And just we, we thrive under that human interaction. And without that, it seems like we're kind of spiraling out of control. Right. So you're you're doing school online this semester, correct? And how how is that for you and your own mental state? I mean, are you finding that that's easier to navigate than a hybrid model or how's that working for you? I feel that it is somewhat easier to navigate because it's less, you know, hybrid. It's a combination of remote and in-person, so it can get confusing between, you know, what day are you supposed to go to school and whatnot, whereas remote is all online. So it does, it is simpler, but also 
I find that, you know, I don't get distracted as easily I thought I would because I kind of have to focus, like force myself to focus. And what also helps with me is just playing some music in the background and just like keeping the music volume down so I can also hear the lecture. That also okay. keeps my eyes peeled on the screen and make sure that I'm focusing. But it's definitely it's super easy to get distracted. And that's something that I feel like, although I don't struggle with, I've definitely heard my friends have been struggling with. Okay. And how do you feel hybrids going for you? It's definitely, it feels different being back in school than it has previous years. The first day is always exhausting, but it was like my social battery ran out a lot quicker than it used to. And I think part of that is just not being accustomed to being around so many people for a while that it's just difficult to get through the day much more than it was before. And then it makes me even more sad, I guess, to be on the days when we are remote because I'm like, wow, like it was nice to see people, but now I'm just going to roll out of bed and start as late as I possibly can and stuff like that. So if I'm hearing you, it sounds like it's probably tougher to have a consistent routine doing hybrid. Yeah, I would say so. I'm I'm grateful for it, but it's difficult to get into a routine because some days you wake up early because you actually have to get ready. And then other days you wake up later because, you know, you, know, you want to get fully ready and be prepared for the day. You know that you don't necessarily have to. And that definitely puts a block in just being prepared for the day, being focused, being a productive person. So are you are, are you both hearing your friends struggling with similar things, you know, the 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 attention span or getting distracted or, you know, not being able to keep a consistent schedule, you know, waking up late, etc. What what are you hearing from your friends? I'm hearing uh, similar things where they are struggling here and there. And it's just it really depends on your environment. I've heard I've seen that if you're changing your environment frequently, so such as taking your laptop outside or working in the living room for today, a change of environment does help with your focus as staying in the same place for a long time, it can get hard. So some of my friends who have moved around, they've said that uh, that helps with their focus. Whereas also, but for those people who have desktops and people who can't really, aren't as mobile, that's kind of a problem because you're, you're glued in one place and you know, it's kind of hard to have a change of scenery, kind of hard to stay focused as well. And also, it doesn't help with the fact that for my school in particular, we start at 745. So it's still relatively early. And it doesn't help that since everything is online, it's super easy to just blow past your bedtime, uh, and like go to sleep at 12. Right. Because of not only work, but just getting distracted on social media. And then you have to wake up at like seven o'clock the day after. And actually, today I woke up late because I didn't get enough sleep last night. So it's really like you have to like set, I have to set an alarm for myself. Like, hey, you have to go to bed now or hey, you have to wake up now. (laughs) So it's very difficult to keep that routine. But I think setting alarms on your phone definitely helps with that. What are you hearing from your friends? Most of my friends just miss the human interaction and that makes them kind of jittery because there's not Instead of being able to catch up with your friends during passing period or at lunch, it's just 
more of the same. And so that makes, I've heard that their energy levels tend to be really low and just kind of scatterbrained about things. And it's harder to get assignments in on time and stuff. Do you feel like you all are talking to your friends more about what they're struggling with or are people less open, more open than they, they usually would have been? I feel like lately it's not something we've been talking about as much since I guess we've gotten more used to it. But definitely back in like March and April, it was a pretty consistent conversation we would have and everyone was pretty open about it. Have you noticed that in your friends? Yeah. And also what I kind of what I want parents to understand is that like we're like super busy and, you know, not having that human interaction is tough. Like some so I miss having friends on the side and then asking them, what are we even doing in this class? So <laughs> I miss that, you know, that human interaction where you get to directly, for example, work on projects with your friends. But now you have to work virtually or just straight up alone because the teachers have to change their learning model. So it is definitely really affecting not only my, but also friends' social health. So I, I also want parents and just the general public to understand that it's a, you know, it's a big change for us as well, as well as parents. So to be clear, I mean, this is, this is a change and it is a struggle. Yeah, definitely. So what do you think, you know, obviously you giving that advice to parents, I think is great. What do you think that parents and teachers, school administrators, what could we all be doing as adults or people of influence? What could we be doing to better support you guys through this time that, that we find ourselves in? There's a lot of different ideas that you could employ. I think what helps for me, you know, uh, the most, most of the stress that I have is academic stress. So being able to, when teachers have virtual office hours or just general times like, hey, if you want to drop in during this time, I'm here. And then just kind of coming in, asking questions about it. And then I feel much more at ease when I understand the content, but also just having someone to talk to. And I've had some teachers say, hey, no matter what happens, just know that I'm a resource for you. And it's great to have that support, not only from teachers, but also I've seen counselors say, hey, we know this is a difficult time. You know, please reach out whenever you can if you are feeling okay or not okay. And I feel like just actively being involved whether it's, you know, through saying offering yourself as a resource or having like even one of my teachers have, has like a mandatory mindfulness journal where she makes us fill out. How are you feeling this week? What exactly is stressing you out? Or do you know what's stressing you out? So I feel like with teachers, if you're like employing things like mindful journals, then those definitely help. Love it. What do you think? Well, I know that. At the end of last semester, when we were first trying to figure everything out, they had uh, teachers check in with each and every person individually. And usually it'd only be like a five or ten minute appointment. But it was that extra, like, actually reaching out to that person and making sure they were doing okay with everything was nice because sometimes it's really scary to be the one to ask the question or to email your teacher about whatever. So I think that was nice. And it's not like it would have to be every day or every week, but every two weeks, every month even, it'd just be nice if teachers individually reached out to us because that, I think that would relieve a lot of stress. And So it sounds really like helpful. somebody let somebody letting you know that they're available and a resource for you if you need it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So I love your idea about the, the mandatory mindfulness journal. I think that's great. As, as we wrap this conversation up, tell me what's one thing that are, it doesn't have to be one thing, two things, whatever. What are, what are a couple of things that you guys are doing that you find are really helpful for you? I know you mentioned listening to music helps you with focus. You've got this mandatory journal project, people checking in, you know, with you. What what are some practical things that you do in your day to day life that you find are really helpful that others may may also? I've taken to paying more attention to what I do, what I eat, and just paying more attention to the stuff that I usually neglected before. Because I find that taking time in certain aspects of my life helps me realize the importance of it. One main thing being cooking, like. I've been exploring with new recipes lately and making sure that I'm eating things that are not only good for my body, but that I enjoy and that I want to make again. Right. So that's a lot by just rediscovering some old passions like reading. I hadn't been reading for fun for a while and I started doing that again lately. And I realized that I really enjoy myself when I get a good book and stuff like that. That's great. What about you? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I think the main idea is to take care of yourself. Like, remember that you are a person as well that needs care and treatment. Whether So, for example, I've obviously, like you said, like many other teens as well, I've been distracted with my phone, and I sometimes have, like, blow through the roof and get seven hours or eight hours of screen time just watching Netflix or YouTube. And I find that I have to set a screen time limit and then have someone else have the passcode. I'm pretty sure this is mainly on iPhone, but having that screen time is super helpful because it makes me manage my time more and just manage my social media as well. It also makes you more aware of how engaged you are in that screen time. You know, it lets you know you've had this much screen time, which is kind of a glaring reminder of, oh, maybe that's too much. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it's just, I just see, I see that, like, that's little slider that says Netflix, three hours. So it's just like, I need to cut down. Or when I see that I'm halfway through the day, and I've already burned through three hours of my mandatory four hours of screen time, I'm like, okay, I need to take a break and focus on homework. Or, you know, just cook something for myself. And I love your idea where, you know, you started cooking for yourself more. That's also another thing that I found not many teens value. If you cook things you actually like, whether whether it's just a simple thing or a really complex thing, cooking for yourself definitely helps and taking care of myself. Right. So one thing we didn't talk about that kind of dovetails well with with you know your nutrition and doing things that feed your soul. How are you guys doing with activity? I mean, do you still get out and attempt to play sports or exercise or how are you how are you moving? I personally had some summer volleyball, which was my way to keep active. But since the volleyball season's been moved to the spring, I've really struggled in that area of motivating myself to do things that I also find enjoyable. So sometimes instead of just like sitting down to watch a show, I'll put on the downstairs TV and then go on the treadmill or do some other workout while I'm watching it. So then I kind of try to get the best of both worlds, stay active and do what I want to do. 
<laughs> okay. How about you? Oh yeah, definitely. I also, I've also picked up working out more and, you know, studies have shown it helps with your anxiety and stress. So I highly recommend working out and whether it's just for 30 minutes or for an hour and it doesn't also, I would say do something you enjoy in terms of working out. Don't do something just because it's working out. Do something such as playing basketball or going on a bike ride. If you do something you like, then it'll be super enjoyable and it will believe any stress or anxiety you have. So I definitely like the idea of kind of continuing on the idea of taking care of yourself also physically where you're staying fit because not only do you stay fit when you're glued to your desk all day, you also help with your mental fitness. Right. So I, I think that's fantastic. And movement is an important part of staying healthy. And fun fact, and we're fortunate to live in Colorado where we have a lot of sun. I mean, just 15 minutes of sun on your head, that vitamin D every day can immensely improve your mood state. So, I mean, if somebody's really struggling, just getting outside, even if you're taking your laptop outside to do your studying or your homework, it can make a huge difference in your mood state. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. Is there anything else that we didn't cover here today that you would like us to cover or share? I really love the things that you guys are doing to, to help yourselves and others. I would say work on, for most things, at least for me, it's hard for me not to self-isolate in a way. Right. Where personally, it's I get into moods where I don't really want to reach out to my friends. I don't want to text them. I don't want to be on social media very much to keep in touch because I just get so caught up in my own world. So sometimes just stop and take the time, even if you don't have anything specifically to talk about, just to say like, hey, how's it going? How are you feeling? Because you don't know your friend's feeling the same way or they're struggling with something else that you could help with. Because even just talking to my friends and helping my friends usually improves my mood. And so that's something I would encourage more teens. Check in with your people. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add? I guess one thing that I've I've actually asked my parents about this, I've noticed that apparently teens do a little bit more work than adults do because, you know, teens go through school from for seven hours or six hours. But then on top of that, they have multiple hours of homework, whereas adults have typically an eight hour work range. And then I guess they have the day off, depending on the job, though. But that's it's a controversial thing to say, definitely. But it's one thing that I've noticed that is becoming more and more apparent as teens, you know, more responsibilities come on teens. So just remember, you know, this is tough. Take care of yourself. And, you know, you're not alone in this. Right. I love it. Couldn't say it any better. Guys, this was great. I appreciate you all doing what you're doing. Keep it up. Wishing you much success this school year. And thanks for being here. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. If you or someone you know is struggling or in crisis, please contact Colorado Crisis Services. They can be reached by text at 38255 or by phone at 844-493-8255. For a complete list of resources, visit 1043thefan.com, cozy101.com, or kygo.com and click on Mental Health Awareness located under the Strengthening Families page. The Teen Talk Podcast is presented by the Public Affairs and News Department of Bonneville, Denver. Please don't text and drive.